we'll call it a visual aid that I haul into the studio during this episode to help me with a story that explains why our air conditioning has been on the fritz for nearly two weeks. If you know me well, I don't think you'll be surprised, though, at this relic from August 2018. Last episode, Donna made a comment that I had been fired twice. Well, there is a little truth to that. Not really, though. At the seven-minute mark of this episode, we have a very candid conversation about the the behind-the-scenes inner workings of contract negotiation. You'll hear the terms no-cut contract, non-compete clause, and yes, you're fired, but not really. Just hang on for that. And towards the end of this episode, we go live to Colorado, check in with Pod Pete Betsy, who is hot on the trail of two beavers. Don insists that she perform a cavity search, or at least look at the beaver's teeth to make sure what? Yeah, make sure it's not Richard. Let's get started. Somebody hit the big red button. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old. I put in a very loyal 26 years. Welcome to my second act. My second act is podcasting after spending my entire career in radio, country radio. We have conversations during the podcast about current events and pop culture, music, country music, news headlines and trends, plus endearing and revealing conversations about marriage, parenting, and personal growth. My name is Donna and I'm Caddy's wife. Okay, I'm just going along, having a great summer. You know, things are just happening. Life is good. And stops me in my tracks. What do I get? An email from the school. Now, I'm getting a ton of emails from Olivia. Our 18-year-old is headed to college, to the University of Tennessee. Getting a lot of emails for that, and that's understandable. But out of nowhere, nowhere, I get an email from Charlotte School. And you know what they want to know? Okay, Charlotte's our 16-year-old who's a rising junior. What do they want to know? They want to know, um, um, is she driving next year? That's part of it. If you have a rising um, driver, you need to get your parking permit. permit sure. Yes. Um, we're changing to a new food system and you need to move over here for the food system. Please approve your contract for next year. It's like people. It's not even July. It's not even July 1st. And I think schools in general should have an embargo on sending anything to parents until at least late July, late July. Do you know that in New York, these kids are not even out of school yet? Yeah. I mean, it, it's crazy. I always have this with my New York friends when I'll post something about summer, like last blast of summer, or last chance. And they're like, what are you talking about? We don't go back until after Labor Day. And when I'm I was like, young, we didn't get out in yes. North Carolina until mid-June. But do not send us emails about potential teachers and food accounts. And do you want to contribute? That was one of them. Do you want to contribute to the annual fund? I don't even know. I don't know yet. I don't know if I'm up or down or sideways, sister. You know? It's just like, oh, my God. But, I mean, it literally stopped me in my tracks. I'm like, wait a minute. Please tell me, these people. Or how about, did it make you think that maybe it's time to go back and you hadn't, you're off a month and a half or uh, something? No, because I haven't even begun to, to enjoy summer yet. Okay, there's a lot going on in the world, as you know. Yeah. Um, talk, talk to everybody. i got to grab something out of the hole. Okay. So, I, um, this is what I want to say. I think you have to be really careful right now. And I know that there are some people who just love putting their opinions and, you know, the way they feel out there. And I understand that because I do think there is something about standing up for the way you feel, no matter which direction of the coin you're on there. 
But I have seen so many of my friends getting into fights. And I knew this was going to happen. And so for me personally, I will, I love to have conversations with people and I will have a conversation with anyone. Um, and I'm not scared of someone saying to me, well, how do you feel about blah, blah? And I'll, I'll talk to you forever about how I feel or whatever, you know, but I'm just not a big poster on social media um, for, for these kind of lightning rod subjects. But I did find something that I thought was kind of interesting. And um, I think that this is kind of a, a good takeaway because there is just so much going on right now. Um, and, and, and you're just like, you don't, sometimes you, you think you know how people feel about something, but you really don't. And then you step into a whole pile of patooey. Okay, here we go. If you're against abortion, don't get one. If you're against contraception, don't take any. If you're against same-sex relationships, don't have one. If you're against same-sex marriage, don't marry someone of the same gender. And do not impose your beliefs and religion on all Americans. How do you feel about that? I agree. You're here. It's kind of like what I always say, mow your own grass. You know, I do believe it's incredibly important to have opinions and, you know, to, and to stand up. But, but that's the biggest thing that I've, that I've been thinking about is there is no one that is going to post anything on their social media. Now, there are people that get me, I'm like, that's a great thought. It gets me to thinking, but there's very few people that if you, if you really are steadfast in your beliefs, they're going to post anything that's going to change your mind. Change your mind, yeah. Convince you otherwise. So it just becomes this tit for tat and, um. I just think there's so much going on in the world right now. So I know um, as parents, we have to remind our kids about social media all the time that, you know, while it can be a place to stand up and, and put your beliefs out there. And again, there is something very powerful about standing in your truth and believing what you believe, but you also have to be very careful at times because something that you think might not be taken the, the wrong way very well could be. By, so, another, by another. Yeah. And another close friend possibly. Yeah, and, and that's the other thing is like you you get so strong in the way you feel that you just almost want to cancel anyone who doesn't feel the same as you. And it's like, you know, I've said before when we've talked about um, we were going through the whole BLM movement that the world, if it's only one shade, in that case, literally, but in, in this case, if everybody just feels the same way, isn't that a boring world? So, I mean, discussion, um, you know, even even dissension is good in life um but i think you just need to remember because i think it's right now i just i saw two of my really good friends and they're really really close friends and they are going at it and i'm just like oh gosh so that's that i want uh, first of all i brought something in for a reveal coming up at the end of this episode uh, yeah, I couldn't even fit it in a huge, like, lawn, outside, outside lawn trash bag. It's so big. Okay. For a big reveal coming up. Do you have, do you have any idea what's going to happen? You know, he's going to jump out of the plastic bags, out of the lawn bags? I mean, I hope Tim McGraw from the concert that I missed a long time ago when we were fourth row back, and he supposedly came out of a birthday cake. Which didn't happen. And you made us leave early. Yeah, so I had to be up at 3 o'clock in the morning. Tim, are you in there? He's not. Um, I want to visit quickly... Revisit something from last episode when you made the comment that I have actually been fired twice. I had a few phone calls like that, a few <laughs> text messages. Yeah. Um, the 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 time you were referring to was a period. Guess the year. Hang on. We went for it. We went in four year increments, so it was probably. I always had a four year deal. Okay, wait. Uh, I'm gonna say. Hang on. 
2016, 17? Okay, we'll go with it. 18. It would have to have been... Anyway, it doesn't really matter, I guess. At the time, prior to this general manager, the general manager prior, the vice president prior, before he left, blew me a kiss. And in my last contract that he did with me, that he signed, he did not put in this contract a non-compete a non-compete clause which is pretty standard if you've been with the radio station for 20 years at that point you're the morning personality you're going to have a non-compete clause in your contract which means there's a, a paragraph that says you cannot go work in this city in radio sometimes in the market it can be I mean, like it well, could that'd be the city, right? Yeah, but no, but I mean, they can even include like sometimes they'll include so many miles out, right, so you right, could right. do like Charlotte or right, Chattanooga. Right. Depends how tight they want it. Yeah, uh, but it's to protect the radio station so that you don't immediately go across the street and begin working for the the direct competitor and take all your clients. So this person, the general manager prior, did not put a non compete clause in my contract, which was a huge deal. Did we know that at the time? Yes. Okay, we did. He told me. Oh, okay. And it was a, um, it was a thank you for, for, for being a great employee. Thank you for being a great soldier. Thank and you we for didn't ask for it. For, it no, was just, no, yeah. we, it was, it, it was just put in there. It was not put in there. As Correct. It so fast forward uh, three and a half years, my contract's up. This person that did not put the non-compete clause in my contract's gone. And he's been replaced by someone that we like a lot. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah, Fair? absolutely. Yeah, I liked him a lot. My contract's up. Well, they keep, they're not coming to us to have conversations. When I say us at the time I had representation. Um, there were no phone calls. They were, they were just, they were just dark and nothing was happening. Well, we got a call from a, another radio station in Atlanta that said, you know what? We believe we talked before. We believe your contract's coming up. And if so, and if you'd be interested, we'd love to break bread with you, have a conversation about uh, possibilities and things like that. So you listen, any opportunity that presents itself, you're stupid. I think if you don't at least have a conversation, right? And we did. They learned, they being the competitor, learned that I did not have a non-compete in my clause in my contract, which meant I could literally walk across the street the next day after my contract expired. And that was the plan. And the crazy thing was, at the time, the program director at that station, mm. who really wanted you to come over there, later became the program, my program director. Yeah. at Kicks, at the former Kicks. Absolutely. So, um we broke bread. At some, we did. We did. And things went well. And I was very excited to work with this particular programmer. I, I've, I've always said through my career, I don't need a program director who crunches numbers and does budgets. And uh, I don't need a PD who, 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 who is, I need a coach. I need a coach. I need someone who, who air checks me, which means you go into their office and they, they go into the show that you just did, you know, in the morning, in the morning show. And they, and they just hit stop somewhere on the tape and you listen and they give you notes. And it can be, it's, it's painful sometimes. It's painful, but you have to do that in order to get better. And I always wanted to get better. And th- this, this particular program director was a great coach. So it was revealed at some point, I guess it had to be, when, when finally the former Kicks put an offer in front of us that was thin at best. My agents had to say, listen, it's been great. It's been fun, but we're leaving and we're leaving tomorrow. And this, God bless him, this general manager at Kicks at the time was just had no clue what was going <laughs> At the time, it literally, as this was coming down, he's on the golf course. And then my agents had to call and tell him, in effect, leaving. 
and yeah. going across the street to work for our direct competitor. I think you had a few more weeks left on the contract. So what happened was you were actually going to come back in, but you would notify them that you were then, you know, going to be heading over. And so and he said, you're fired. He said, you're fired. <laughs> yeah. He said, you're fired. He said, you're fired. And the crazy thing about this story is our agent at the time was on a train. It wasn't like a subway. I mean, he was on a train, literally on a train somewhere. I don't know where he's going. Maybe to DC or something. who knows. Um, and there was no cell service. And so the last like conversation he had was, you're fired. You don't need to come in. All right. But then, then the general manager at the former Kicks quickly realized that they couldn't, he couldn't do that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he. And then they, there was a right to match clause in my contract, which was activated yes. immediately. So that was a good, that was a good contract. It was a very good contract. A very good contract. <laughs> uh, the reason he got in trouble, we're not going to name names. The reason that he got in trouble, he told his higher up what he was doing. And they were like, have you informed this other higher up who at the time when all this was going down was getting married? Walking down the aisle in Florida. And this, CEO not, of the company. this was not a young man, by the way, that was getting married. And this was like a very big wedding. And so our agent was, you know, saying, listen, if we don't have a signed contract from you guys, we're, we're moving on because it's not, the deal's not done, which we've all learned in any capacity in life. Never, unfortunately, take anyone on their word um, until this deal is signed, you know, signed, sealed, delivered. And so the person who fired you had to get on a plane, take the contract with him. And we've always laughed about the fact that he probably, because the person who was getting married, who was his boss, this is such a complicated story, but he didn't know what was really, because they were kind of trying to shield him, a couple of them more from what was going on because, I mean, he's getting married. And we've always laughed that our GM had to like jump out from behind the cake and be like, okay, listen. Sign here. We've got this little problem we got to fix before you get married. The biggest person coins you catastrophe Jack. Yes. The CEO of the company. <laughs> who's getting married. Yeah. But then gifted us with some shares of the company. He so. did. It's very kind. Very kind. Yes, very they're, kind. They're, they're shortly after that in the shitter, but yeah. um, very shortly, <laughs> like within days. Yeah. But the um, interesting thing about this is the gen- the local vice president never read my contract. Nope. He never read my contract or he would have known that there was no non-compete clause yeah, in the clock, it and the clock I was could coming have walked in. across the street and that was the plan. We had to do very little negotiating because it was all done for us. Right. Match this <laughs> or we leave. Yeah. And a few more things we'd like. Yeah. But that's the way. But listen, sometimes it works in your benefit. Sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. On the stock options, I never understood that. I kept trying to sell them, you know, like, and they'd be like, well, when they get some value, you can sell yeah, them. Yeah. Right now you're when in the negative. They get above 10 cents. Yeah. Right now you're in the negatives. So that's that story. All right. And the letter this past Saturday uh, posted one of the stories we included in the uh, Country Insider chapter was about Luke Combs sharing a story about the time that he smoked weed with Willie, Willie Nelson. My story with Willie is not necessarily direct with Willie. All right, Willie wasn't with us or wasn't with me, but his weed was. To set the scene, it's New Year's Eve. The year is 2004. Can you believe that? 2004? Yeah. Look at this picture of everybody. I love Look it. how young they are. Big and Rich were playing a New Year's Eve show at the arena at Gwinnett Center in Gwinnett County, which is a, a suburb of Atlanta. It's about 35 miles north east of downtown Atlanta. At the time, Big and Rich were pretty hot. They were headlining. Pat Green was also there. Gretchen Wilson was there for this New Year's Eve show. Rich Floyd was the promoter of the concert. And you heard Rich's name all the time because, you know, in commercials, a Rich Floyd production. You know, he did a, just like Alex Cooley and Peter Conlon did a lot of well, they most were part- of the concerts. They were partners. I mean, they originally him and Alex Cooley were partners and they brought in some of the biggest names. And like, I'm talking like rock shows for unbelievable rock shows. Yes, unbelievable. And Rebecca was... An account rep at Kicks, the former Kicks, with you and 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 I, you know I was there obviously, and Rebecca and and Rich got married, 
I reached out to Rebecca because I couldn't remember the year. I sent her a text. She and Rich are retired now. I live in Florida. And I sent her a text. And I said, hey, it's Caddy. Hope you all are doing well. Trying to figure out the year Big and Rich played New Year's Eve at the Arena Gwinnett. And I sent her this picture that I found when I Googled it of Rich Floyd, Rebecca's husband, and Big and Rich, Big Kenny and John Rich. And she wrote, we're trying to remember. I remember it was my birthday. And you put a little extra candle on my cake. I don't know what that means. Such a great show. Pat Green called you out from the stage. It was just an awesome night. We were rocking out in the front row. Donna and I were dancing like fools. Hold on. Rich is trying to find it. Uh, he found it in 2004. Rich had to search high and low for that one. He said he'd call in that favor someday. Ah. Thank you, Rich. We appreciate it. I remember I had on a, what could best be described as a 90. So I was texting with Big Kenny back and forth. And I guess you know, he said, when you get here, come to the bus. Um, got something for you. I don't know what the text said. It's 2004, for God's sakes. But the day prior... They had been in Texas with Willie and Kenny. Big Kenny had brought with him to the arena at Gwinnett Center on his bus some of Willie's stuff. And I remember I got on the bus. The sun was out. I, I do remember that. When I got off of Big Kenny's bus, it was completely dark. I had no idea what time it was. I had no idea what day of the week it was. And I had no idea not only where I was, but where you were, more importantly. Yeah, I mean, and for the, let, let's just in case, you know, I need to run for office later. I was not. No, no, you weren't on, on the bus. bus. No. I have, um, listen, I'm a pretty outspoken proponent for the legalization of marijuana. I got no problem with it. I got no beef with it at all. I smoked weed since I was 14 years old. I smoked some really good stuff before. Okay. My tolerance is pretty, pretty, pretty high, to be honest with you. But in 2004, New Year's, December 31st, 2004, was a, a level at which I had never been before and have never been since. And it was truly, it was almost scary to me. But it was, um, yeah. remember Toby Keith? I'm going to add this song to the Spotify Heights on playlist for this episode. Remember he did the song called uh, Weed with Willie. Do you remember that? Yes. I'm never smoking weed with Willie or I smoke weed with Willie or something. I yeah. got a clip here. Here's the thing. I have like 10 cuts for this episode and none of them are labeled. Now we learned a hard lesson in a small Texas town. He fired up a fat boy and he passed it around. Love that fat boy. Last words I spoke before they took me in. I may discount bungee jump, but I'll never smoke weed with Willie I'll never smoke weed with Willie My party's all over before it began. The guy singing with Toby Keith was one of his, gosh, his, he was in his band, but also his, he had a record deal for a little while, I think, and, and was always. Who was it? Was uh, Toby Keith's chief songwriter? You know, they wrote all his hits together too. Scotty, I'll look it up. Anyway, that's my. We'll go ahead and jump ahead. We're not going to get to yours quite yet, but that's my Spotify hype song playlist edition for this episode. Well, I mean, anyone who and there are a ton of people who've talked about it in different capacities. Anybody who has ever visited with Willie and gone down that road has been like, "Whoa!" But how does Willie do okay? It's 2511 Roosevelt Highway in College Park and 1600 Browns Bridge Road in Gainesville. As for Donna. Still to come this episode, we'll check in with Betsy and get a Beaver Report live from Colorado. Plus your big, uh, the unveiling of your big surprise. You have any idea what it is you've been thinking about? You've been staring at it here. I mean, I'm hoping it's something that's useful for me. Well, what a lot of people don't know Donna about Donna and her dad, the Wolfman, is he was an attorney. He, was a, he, he served our country in the military. Wasn't going to get into the furniture business. That was never his... Playing in life, but he saw a need. He jumped in, and they've been selling furniture, gallery furniture, since that day forty over forty years ago. 
the same employees still work there. And don't you know, at first they were kind of skeptical, like, you know, who's this little girl that's going to come in and take over? And they've never left because they have learned that she is the same amazing business person that her father was. Didn't miss a beat. Treated people the same way. Did business the same way. You know, helped out in the community all the time. Um, There are so many things that Gallery does that people don't even know about. They're not out there spreading it out there all the time about all the people that they're helping. They just do it quietly because that's part of being a local business and a community member. You know, gas prices are going up and it's really important to keep local businesses local and keep them going. And I will guarantee you the other thing that's happening at some of these big box retailers right now is the price of gas is being passed along in financing and in the price of the furniture. Because in order to get all those trucks out on the road and get that furniture eventually, three years later, to your house, they got to pay the gas prices. And so when you say like, oh, you know, what's going to happen? Well, they're going to pass it along to you. It's in your 10 years that you're financing your furniture. And, you know, I don't say that as a joke because there are so many people who, by the time they need a new couch, they haven't even finished paying on the yeah, first couch. Still you know, and don't worry because they're just like, we'll add it on. No worries. You know, your payment's only going to increase by yeah, but what you're paying, $32 it, yeah, a month. Right. But you're only out of that payment. How much of that's going to interest? Exactly. Every single month. So just do not get yourself caught in that. And don't think that you don't have any choices if your credit's not great. Um, if you don't have, you know, a ton of money, I've seen Donna do some layaway. She can do some creative things. So give them the opportunity to earn your business first. Something may happen and they may not be able to, but at least give them the opportunity. And um, she's also not going to make you feel bad about whatever situation you're in and what you need, you know, for your house. Ask for Donna, Gallery Furniture Gainesville. Cadillac Jack, my second act podcast, also brought to you by Ford. Built Ford Tough and Fable Ford. The brand new all electric 2022 Ford F 150 Lightning on the ground. At Fable Ford, just north of Glen Street, Highway 85, Fayetteville, Georgia. FayettevilleFordGA.com. I drove it uh, over the weekend. Spent about six hours behind the wheel. They said to me, Caddy, it goes 0 to 60 in four seconds. I said, there's no freaking way. An electric truck, an F-150, a huge truck is going to go 0 to 60 in four seconds with a battery. Um, it does. It goes 0 to over 60. Yeah. There's no engine. What Ford has done, because imagine that. They made a frunk. A frunk. F-R-U-N-K. Is that a, that's a takeoff? It's a front it's trunk. It's front trunk. I love it. Where the, uh, where your engine would normally go in an F-150 or any vehicle or any truck, you know, that's now open space because it's, it's, it's batteries and all electric. And so this now a, um, is where you put your cargo and things, your suitcases. And there's also a cooler in there with a drain. You could literally just fill it with ice. And tailgate? Yeah. Yeah. I and drive it that. to the ball game, to drive it to the stadium. And then, and then when you're, you know, as your, your ice melts throughout the day or the morning or whenever. Uh, it just drains out through the bottom, through the base. It's the 2022 all-electric Fayetteville Ford F-150 Lightning. All right. I added Toby Keith earlier to the Spotify Hypes on Playlist. You are going with Sturgill Simpson. Song called Tennessee. I didn't even know you know who Sturgill Simpson was. I love Sturgill Simpson. Um, this is off his album Cut and Grass, Volume Two. Have you Cal- seen the cover of it? It's so funny. It looks. Yeah, he's on a track. George Jones. Well, yeah. George, take off on George Jones. who got a speeding ticket and arrested that one time for drinking and driving on his lawnmower. Driving his lawnmower. Sturgill's very funny. Um, on the cow, it's a Cowboys Arms session. Um, Sturgill Simpson is married. He has three kids. He was in the Navy. I mean, everybody says he's kind of like a, it's like outlaw country, but it's real. It's good stuff. It really is. Um, you got to weed through it. 
some of it's a little dark. There's some great stuff in there. And um, the thing that I love about him, too, is he's been super open about um, some of the stuff he's gone through with some of his uh, mental health issues and addiction, for sure. And um, he said he's he pursues his own form of self-care. And what that entails, kind of like Jack, is he cuts sugar from his diet. He races rally cars and he ignores all news. If you really want to give your mental health the boost, maybe if it's only temporary, muting social media. And this may be the right time to do it. It does help. And um, you can do that. I've heard a lot of people who are doing that. And even if you only mute it for a week or something, just to kind of get yourself back in the the mode of being present. He said he started to feel incredibly guilty because he was on the road a lot. And when he was home, he would constantly just be on like social media scrolling and he was not available for his kids at all. And he just decided that when he came in the house after being on tour, he put his phone in his sock drawer, Cadillac Jack. How about that? And just didn't even check it. He said, I just spent time with my kids, what? you know? Um, and I think that's a great thing. So I like old Sturgill. The name of that I was trying to grab earlier about Toby Keith and his songwriting partner and who did uh, Weed with Willie, Scotty Emmerich. Uh, some of the hits that he wrote with Toby, some of his biggest. Beer for my horses, get drunk and be somebody. I love this bar. I'm just talking about tonight. I can't take you anymore. Hell no. Like my dog. Uh, Weed with Willie, Whiskey Girl, some of the biggest hits for Toby Keith. Uh, Toby wrote with Scotty Emmerich. We are classified by Apple Podcasts. Our primary classification is music. Secondary is uh, entertainment news. So we like to talk music because we love music. We worked uh, in, in country radio combined 43 years. Don and myself here in Atlanta. And uh, Don in Boston and other markets as well. Let's talk music. Let's talk London. Let's talk the American Express BST Hyde Park Music Festival happening now. Just this past weekend. Elton John, the Rolling Stones, Robert Plant and Allison Krauss, and the Eagles with Vince Gill. I want to be like you're up on a high with the Rolling Stones, you know, get off of my cloud. You know, and you're just like partying and partying and partying, and then here comes old Vince Gill. Okay, well, here come the Eagles. It's not Vince Gill necessarily. Well, yeah, I'm for the Eagles, but I mean, like, then he comes up, like, and you know, like, dragging his guitar on stage, and they're like, special guest. (laughs) Okay, it's not like you're saying go rest high on this mountain or that mountain. Uh, Yeah, I know. I'm just, you know, again, we all say everybody's got their own thing. Just, boy, he just wears me down. Makes me sleepy. It's like taking an Ambien. I mean. I love Vince Gill. I don't like that song about the resting high on the mountain. You could have cut three minutes out of it. Do you know how many times I've been at a Vince Gill show with you? In numerous venues where you have literally climbed over top of me because I can't, I have to wake myself. I'm trying to wake myself up to get up to let you get by. There are particular songs in his, in his discography or whatever it would be called that I really, really like. The Lies of Jane's. Some upbeat. There was a song he did. The video was on a golf course or something. I mean, he's, he had some great up tempo songs. No, I totally agree. But he's not going to play all those in his concert. No, and that's why I wasn't I wasn't giddy about going to a Vince Gill concert. And he he played Atlanta. It seemed like about every couple months when he was hot there for a while. You know, like back in the nineties. Uh, yeah. Also uh, performing with the Eagles this weekend in London. Deacon Fry is just to chip off his daddy's block. Glenn Fry here is a take it easy. Such a fine sight to see. It's a girl, my lord. 
in a flatbed Ford Slowing down to take a look at me Come on, baby Bring it up, bring it up Don't say maybe This Friday night at the uh, BST, British Summertime Festival, it's Adele Not to be confused with BTS Correct Yeah, no BST, Adele this Friday with an all-female lineup Including Casey Musgraves All right, so do you want to uh, you want to open up this prize? I mean, I guess. I'm do you sure remember? I'm sure it's something to make fun of me or shame me or something. Really? Why don't you think about it, and I'll get some sponsor stuff in real quick. Let me feel it. My Saturday podcast is free, and if you want it to remain that way. Let me feel the package. Not that package, but the other package. Tell friends about your listening experience and spend your cash with partners like T-Mobile. Internet freedom. Free yourself from internet as reliable internet with T-Mobile is 50 bucks a month. Awesome Alpharetta. Play a while, stay a while, and find your awesome. Guests of the My Second Act podcast, state properties owned and managed by Paramount Hospitality Management, the brand you know, depend on, and trust. Marriott, Hilton, and Weston. Meet Lucky. Lucky is lucky. They have a family, like 42% of us, who will travel with our pets this year on an active and scenic pet-friendly vacation. That's up nearly 20% following the pandemic. Atlanta's Paramount Hospitality Management loves that we are driving and flying with our four-legged friends more now than ever before. That's why Paramount's Noonan Properties, home to Suites by Hilton and Town Place Suites by Marriott, both at Ashley Park, welcome you and your furry friends. Paramount's Hampton Inn by Hilton is service animal friendly. Lucky loves a staycation. Playing tours in your own town is a great way to find incredible things to do with your pets, even if you've lived here for a while. Paramount Hospitality Management. Lucky approved. What is in the box? 2018 was the year. We got a new air conditioner. You've heard us talk about the air conditioner. Oh, no. Okay. You've heard us talk about how hot it's been in our house for the past six episodes. Okay. You've been cagey. So the air conditioner, the AC guy came and you were cagey. And, and I was like, what was it? Was it Freon? Was it, what was it? Like, um, what's it was, going on? It was Freon. We were out of Freon. Uh, we were out of Freon. First of all, I don't think that thing takes Freon. Yeah, it's it like does. a newfangled well, system. Well, it's, it's Freon, but it's an environment, environmentally friendly strain. Yeah, our old air conditioner, we had the one they kept warning us, like, you're going to have to get it on the dark right, web. Right, right, Seriously. Right. Which we get it done. Uh, but anyway, we got a new system. I was telling somebody this story. To me, this was perfect because it got me out of any maintenance. You, you, I specifically remember you saying, you do not have to change the filter with this particular system. For a no. lazy person like me, that is a dream come true. So, it was not I never, never changed the filter. 2018 is when we got this new system. It was August. This is the filter that has been in there since 2018. 18. Where did you hide that thing? It's been in the garage. You want to see it? You ready? No, I don't know. Is it going to get stuff all over the... I don't want it to get like... No, this is rock hard stuff. I mean, come on. It's been five years. I don't want, I don't want to see it. It's Okay. I don't want to see it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay. Close that up. Look at that. Okay, but we have two units. I should probably go check that one. Oh, shit. But that's not like a filter you can just get like at Walmart, is it? The unit upstairs isn't okay. Did you? T- he knows we have two units, right? Does he? Oh my god! He didn't go upstairs. Okay. If you're listening to this podcast, you really like. You know how I said I'll pray for you, and I do. You really should pray for me. I mean, it, I, I should be on your prayer bucket list because if you listen to this podcast with any frequency, you will understand what a patient. 
kind. We got to call Betsy. Saintful woman that Betsy. I am. And what I'm dealing with over here. You never have to change the filter. I said, yeah, yes. I don't care what it costs. Bring it in. Install it, boys. I'll go check the one upstairs then because you're right. That, that, that one hadn't been changed since 2018 either. And it's not one that has like an extended life. It's just a regular thin as an AJC. Yeah, but okay. air conditioning filter. if the check that we wrote or what the amount we paid was just for that one filter, then we probably need to wait for another filter. What was that all for? Freon maintenance. He had to clean the coils. Okay, but he didn't. But he go. He went out there and saw two units right outside. I guess he did. I don't. Know. I thought you but, said he said that the other unit was okay. I never said that. Oh boy! Because I forgot we had another unit. So how, how would I? How, 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 that didn't happen. Okay, and we've been through this before. We've I think right. we've even talked about this. Your we friend Mikey, to. who did air conditioning, came to our house uh, one we, time. We, we owe someone a call. We owe a pop well, people call. We gotta and move on. He said, "Let me check your other unit, Caddy." I can't hear you. And you said, "What did I say? I can't hear you. What now?" What second? You're breaking up on. What second unit? You're breaking up on us. Goodbye. We're on a beaver hunt live. Where is she? Do we know? She's in Colorado. Colorado. In Colorado. Yeah. She's there for a um, travel softball game. In Colorado. That's a hell of a travel. Yeah. Bill Rawlings is in Maryland for a lacrosse game. He was just in Denver. I guess Colorado, right? Let me tell you something. Why weren't we on that kind of travel team? Like we traveled to like Eufaula and like you Harley. Complained about that. So I mean I mean, like seriously. Like you Harley where the smoke came out and like it smelled like paper pulp or something. Yeah. Couple of pot peeps in this episode. Couple of pot peeps. Great way to uh, reach out and connect between episodes is on the Podcast voicemail text line 770 464 6024. 770 464 6024. Gina Crow is a pop peep, listens every upload day. She writes, Oh my God, my dad called it a tally too. Who called it a tally Remember when I said, Do you roll over on your tally whacker? Oh, about yeah. Dreams. Yep, 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 yep. I, I call was, it a tally whacker too. I was, I was always told. Here comes Betsy. I was always told that if you dream of falling and you don't wake up before landing, you will die in your sleep. We're going to take a pause and check in. What? With the, you never heard that before? Come again. Hang on. Let's get Betsy first. Betsy, are you there? There you are. Okay, it's Betsy. All right, so you are, we're, we're live. We're, we're actually in the studio right now, taping the podcast for Tuesday, all right? And, and Donna says, yes. Betsy's got a beaver. I said, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed, and, and, I do. And she said, no, no, she's chasing a beaver. Or something. You're in Colorado, <laughs> well, right? Well, that was probably about three, four hours ago. We just got phone service again, but yes. But they were everywhere. Donna, I tried to send you a video of two of them fighting. Oh, my God. Were they hugging or fighting? What were they doing, Betsy? No, they were fighting. Oh, my God. Well, one of them was pooping, and another one came up behind him and started making this loud noise, like a, a mirroring noise. I'll have to send it to you. I do that when Caddy poops. What, it? what are they called? A marmot. M-A-R-M-O-T. Well, okay, I was just saying this, like, when, why didn't we get on this kind of travel softball team? Like, we were going to U-Harley. 
and like oh, well, Canton. And so we've been to U Harley. I know. Enough times that we finally earned coming to Colorado. Well, you have cancer then if you've been there a few times. Okay, do not say that. There are fabulous. Dude. You know, cancer. That's what comes out of this smoke stash. Okay, back to the beaver. Can you get a stick and poke at no. him? You got to come up on the beaver slowly. <laughs> You got to sneak up on a beaver sometimes. <laughs> What's she saying? Suzanne says we're going to hell. She told her to get out of the car yeah. we're going to hell. All right. Well, listen, it was great to have you. <laughs> and uh, go team go. What's the team in name again? Uh, AC Bullet. Oh, yeah. They're the East Cop Bullets. So when, um, when are you, how long are you out there for? We come back on the 4th. Of, Good of Lord. I think they had six games guaranteed, maybe. Are you so in a VRBO? We're well, kind of. We're we're staying in a house on a cattle ranch, if you will. What? We're are there, are there any like good little dude rancher guys for you? Donna, no, no. Oh, hell. We, I've not experienced that. I'm going to send you the video of the two marmots fighting. I can't wait. Please, please, golly, this. I will. I will. Compelling. All right, well, go team, go. We we love you. Appreciate you. <laughs> we love you, best. Right, I love y'all. Okay, bye bye. All right, bye bye. How about? Can you imagine? That's playing a, ball for where have they told their jobs they are that's crazy where was i gina now i'm gonna tell you something about a travel tournament this just came to me this just came to me okay we went to myrtle beach south carolina to the um jenny finch softball tournament mm-hmm. and did she, did she have a weight loss program no, she came to the she came to the tournament. It was all these different, you know. Oh, she's a softball. I thought yeah. she was like Jenny. No, Jenny Craig. No, I mean she's a famous softball player, and so um, there was not a tree in sight. If you've ever been to this complex, you know what I'm talking about. I've been to U Harley, and there's not a tree in sight there either. So, and it was 150 degrees, and I I was I did not tell work at the time that I was going to be gone for six days because we were when I got back. If you recall, we were going to um, the Dominican Republic, and I couldn't do two back to back vacations. So, I mean, I would just try to go hide behind a tree and, like, do my sales calls and my sales meeting. And they could, I would get so mad at these girls, like, cracking bats and stuff. I'd be like, can you be quiet? And they're like, lady, we're in the middle of a you're, softball, you're a softball tournament. tournament. Yeah, like a softball tournament. But that's where, let me tell you what happens at these big tournaments like this when you go away. The team either comes together. Or they grow apart. Or that completely falls apart. It and falls ours completely, it was like a house of cards. People yelling at each other. Screaming! Oh my God! Screaming each other! Screaming at the Parents? coach! Yes! Oh my God! Yes! And in the midst of it, I just decided that I, you know, we weren't supposed to take our girls to go swimming. They weren't supposed to go to the beach because they're supposed to save all their energy. I'm like, the hell with that. We swam. We rode cars. We bungee jumped. We ate like fried shrimp every day. Like shit. Probably lost the next four games. But well, not my child, but the other ones did. All right, Gina Crow. Um, had you never heard that before? She says, "I was always told if you dream of falling." And don't wake up before you land. You die in your sleep. So now everybody's going to be late tonight, like staying awake to make sure they don't. I've, I've heard that before. Oh, okay, yeah. Ben Bishop, also a pod, pod peep for this episode of Cadillac Jack, My Second Act is episode 268. And thank you, Gina, for listening on Upload Day. It means a lot. Yes, absolutely. I missed an episode. I look back at the text thread on the text voicemail line that we've had. It goes back to like January 2020. I love that about her. She's a super spreader and an active listener, and we appreciate that. Uh, ben Bishop, Caddy, uh, your pod peep, April, was my son's music teacher when he was younger, and she's a hell of a singer, even spent a little time in Nashville. Great girl. My son is a 2022 grad. Congratulations to Olivia David, uh, Ben's son, David, will be uh, right down the road from her, about 15 minutes from Knoxville, playing baseball for Johnson University. Fantastic. 
I love that. So I appreciate that. Panther. We didn't know that about April. I, but since she was on, I've heard that from half a dozen people. Okay, but she didn't join in for the sing-along with Ario Speedwagon. She, you're right. She didn't. No, it's almost like she didn't want to show us up. If you want to, April was a couple of episodes ago. She came to the Ario Speedwagon concert with some friends in Alpharetta and uh, enjoyed uh, the, the city and is coming back. And I said, hey, join us on the podcast. And, and she didn't. She was a uh, private school music teacher and she taught yearbook and computers and yeah, it, yoga. W- and, and plays like the little world science um, or something. The little sticks with the little children. Yes, that. Audio for this episode. Atlantic Records and Sturgill Simpson, DreamWorks, Show Dog, Nashville Records, and Toby Keith. Our thanks to executive producer Carl Appen and Hans Appen. Subscribe to The Letter. It is our weekly e-newsletter component of the podcast and the radio show on the Bear 92.5. Weekday afternoons, 3 to 7 Eastern. It's the afternoon ride with Cadillac Jack. The Letter is a fun four-minute read delivered to your inbox for free. Every Saturday morning at 9, 10, text LEFT ON RED. Red is the color R-E-D, not left on red as in someone read your text and didn't respond. I get that from a lot of people. That and where the hell did left on red come from? What's that all about? Got to go back to episode three. Text left on red, no spaces, red is the color, to the number 22828 to subscribe for free. Production assistance from Steve Mitchell and Ingo Studios in Atlanta. Uh, new episodes on Tuesday and Thursday. It's Cadillac Jack, my second act, part of the Appen Podcast Network. Sound of beavers fighting. Like a marmot. I gotta look this up. Where did that come from? I I gotta, why, 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 where'd that name come from, though, if we're not sure? I don't know. Well, from Betsy. I gotta Google it. We're getting intel from Pot Peep Betsy, who is in Colorado. What? It's not a beaver. A marmot is a I was going to, listen to say, this. watch the because video. Because he's mean. These are mean. Beaver. It's almost like a, um, okay, so a marmot is a large ground squirrel. They are yeah, the heaviest the member of the squirrel family. Well, it looks like a beaver. Video. I mean, it definitely looks beaver. like a beaver. Bessie thought this was a beaver? But beavers are so much happier. Like, they don't fight. This is not like Richard. Richard comes in peace. He's not a fighter.